Welcome to the second episode of Their Best Parent. Yes, that's you. You are your child's best parent. This podcast is where I, as a teacher and educator of 30 years, a parent of four now adult university graduates, and having built a tutoring support system for over 12 years now, I am coming alongside you, a fellow parent and educator, to offer you support in overseeing your child's education. Today's episode is unpacking and applying a growth mindset. Well, let's unpack that um, that phrase that we've heard, you know, many times now. Uh, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. Let's uh, use some phrases that can help bring us a common understanding. So a growth mindset statement would be, for example, with focused effort, I can learn this. While a fixed mindset would say, I can't do that. I'm no good at that. A growth mindset would say, I'm going to try a different approach to try to figure this out. While a fixed mindset would say, I'm no good at math. So let's, let's think of the approach a growth mindset would have. A growth mindset would say, I'd like to challenge myself to grow. Where a fixed mindset might lead me to just all stick with what I'm good at. I often, uh, I had this lovely moment with a high school student who had just received their graded test back in an especially challenging unit. They commented to their friend, I did better than I thought. My practice paid off. I know I can get better still. And I know way more than when I started. They weren't looking for perfection. They saw their progress and they celebrated it. They connected their efforts with their success and were aware that they could grow even more still. They were positive with themselves and demonstrated awareness that progress happens over time, step by step. No magic solutions, no good enough, not good enough. Yes, that last mindset piece, how we view ourselves, our values separate from our learning, is a significant thing because your values, their values, not directly connected to the results on a particular test, but this student could step back and put this test, this assessment into perspective. They they may not have gotten there by themselves and likely they didn't. Likely there was a bunch of coaching and calmness from their best parent. Their success was not being seen as all or nothing and their value was not directly linked to their results. They were able to step back from their tests, the project, the learning, and apply their mindset over it. They could evaluate it and file it for themselves. No one else was going to define them. They were defining their success and they were defining their progress and they were considering where they were going. 
Now, that's a high schooler. An elementary schooler would look a little different. They might high-five their friend and say, whoa, I didn't expect that. Uh, I guess when my parents sat me down every night for an hour, it made a difference. So you as their best parent know the the right kind of actions they're going to bring about results. And your job is to help them coach them that and connect those efforts and behaviors to the, the, the growth opportunity, to the growth when it happens. So now that we've unpacked what the growth mindset is and what it sounds and looks like, let's look at how we can help build that alongside our children so they can, as high schoolers, can apply it to their own assessments when they get them back. So let's go with three simple steps. Three simple steps to help your child choose a growth mindset over a fixed mindset. First step, choose and embrace challenges. Yes, growth is not built in a crucible in a protected experience where everything's easy. It requires, growth requires us to be stretched. Think of a toddler and they're taking their first steps. They're going to have to launch out and we're not, they're not sure if they're going to land it, but if they never launched out, if they never stretched beyond, they'd never learn. While anxiety is a huge issue today, often anxiety arises because the challenge is just too great. The student doesn't have adequate resources or skills to take on the level of challenge. Athletes use the term stretch goal because it's a goal that is a stretch, but within reach. Some students think that they are best to pull back from challenges to reduce anxiety. But in this scenario, there's no growth. And instead of decreased anxiety, we're observing students who have increased anxiety because they have no experience of pressing into the edges and building the confidence that comes with learning and growing to face the next challenge. So there's a great example in Angela Duckworth's video on my website, and I encourage you to, to, to watch it what they or to listen to it. So they ex- talked about these different um, different classrooms, and they give them they gave them different challenges. And in the easy challenge they gave them, after they got them, they celebrated their effort. Whoa! Look how much work you put in. Wow! You worked hard through that whole experience. You saw this question and you came at it three different ways. Isn't that great? They celebrated their efforts and their strategies. And you know what? They then offered them an opportunity for another harder test. And the majority of them chose for it. Yeah, they could put in that effort again. Yeah, they could try multiple strategies. Yeah, they were up for an even greater challenge. 
Whereas in another class, they gave them a challenge and the feedback was about results. Oh, you got half right. Oh, you got a third right. Oh, you got seven out of 10 right. And they gave those same, those different students, the students who were given feedback that was quantifiable and results-based, not in terms of their effort. And they saw less students willing to step up for a greater challenge. Why? Why do you think? Well, we can control that. We can control the effort, the different strategies, the different approaches, but we can't, we can't control the result. So we need to celebrate the effort, which is a guaranteed thing that we can do. We celebrate the continuing to try different strategies because we know ultimately that will help us to learn and grow. It's not about just about the end results, but we know the efforts and strategies will get us there. So you want to choose and embrace challenges. So take time with your student to understand and agree on what that stretch goal is. Set a reasonable improvement with a more long-term sight line and step in with them and help them frame um, what they can do in a strategy to practice. Yeah, I was aiming for 5% higher with practice and I achieved that. Celebrate their effort and progress and they'll want to show up for that next great challenge because they can measure and they can do that very effort again. Step two, measure effort and celebrate it. So take learning from all the feedback and results when they get their assessment back, their test score, often they'll conclude good enough, not good enough. They'll high five what they see as a wins and trash the paper that's just not good enough. And they're missing the whole learning in the process. Why did I get the score I got? Where could I have received additional points? What was the question asking for? Did I answer it? Did I prove my thinking? Demonstrate my thinking? Did I use all the information that was given? Take time with your child to evaluate their assessment alongside them. You don't need to know the material they learned, but you can ask those questions as above and help them to answer what would the strategies be to get an improved result next time? What did I learn from this? Oh, if I reread every question twice, I'd catch the second part of that question that I missed doing and I'd gain those five additional points. Oh, if I wrote down each step of my thinking as I went, I could get marks for that thinking, and I wouldn't have gotten mixed up and multiplied instead of divided. Wow, if I had recorded all that information I was thinking about instead of keeping it all in my head, 
I would have added that other point to my story, making it even better. How many times upon reflection has your child referenced these little misses that resulted in missing points they would have loved, but never taken that forward to and addressing those in the next test and gaining the extra marks? So what would the power be of writing those down as a checklist? things that they might forget to do and putting it on their table in front of them during their test or reviewing it before their test. Did I reread the question twice? Once again, to check my work answered my, the question posed. Did I show all my thinking? Did I show all my steps? Did I use all the information given? Is there anything I missed? Step three, celebrate. Yes, we are all good at something. How many times do we celebrate these unique talents and interests? Take time with your child, catch them winning, highlight the things that come easily to them, build up their story of their unique talents and celebrate the effort they put into those abilities to improve. Wow, you always remember detailed facts about the world around you. Man, you can learn how to move and maneuver so naturally. Wow, your voice, you can communicate with such empathy. I just want to tell you about my day. I love your questions. They really help me think more. You make things so nice to look at, your drawings, your outfits, your style. Now consider the strengths of others and the efforts they put in to build those strengths. For some, science comes so naturally and others mathematics or English or sports. Take the time with your child to celebrate others' successes and efforts too. As they pull ahead in a various topic, instead of comparing yourself or themselves to that child, Encourage them to celebrate others. Help help them balance their goals and build on their strengths and apply efforts and strategies to address their weaknesses. We all have them. We all have strengths and weaknesses, and we don't need to be the best at everything. But what can we learn and what's the value of that? And let's take the learning from every challenge. Ha, let's pause. I've said a lot, but now's the time to reflect on what's been said and to find that one thing that really resonated. There's the spot you can choose to start. A growth mindset sounds like effort and strategy with a stretch goal. That's our definition. So perhaps your action step is to help them choose a stretch goal and plan their effort and strategy to meet it. When are they going to do homework every day? And how does that look? What's the strategy you can use to help them remember things, to take what's most important from least important? Second thing could be to spend more time celebrating the effort and the plan. What was gained from that? 
and use that evidence to then address other strategies where this student may still be stuck. Wow. Look at that. You spent five days practicing that. I noticed you did better doing some every day for a shorter period of time than a longer period of time. I also noticed what did you find was the best way to study? We had flashcards, we put things to song, we talked and debated about it at the dining table. Which of those worked the best or was it a combination of all? Should we try that again? And lastly, celebrate your student in context. See and celebrate their specific efforts and talents. Perhaps that's the action you've decided is most important. You need to contextualize their success. Each of us is uniquely designed for something special. And we're just helping them come alongside to learn and press into the edges to move towards their unique successes. I hope I've encouraged you. I hope I have given you some fresh perspective and you have one specific action you can apply forward. In this normal journey called life and learning, I hope you too are able to celebrate your successes as you continue to put such solid effort and purpose into supporting your child. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to episode two of Your Best Parent, Their Best Parent, That's You. And I'm looking forward to going forward with you in my next episode, The Fundamentals. So what are the key academic skills my child needs? Finding the thread and core fundamentals in the midst of lots of things that are happening. Helping you support your child's academic success in this podcast as their best parents. Thanks for listening.